So the first and the most fundamental question is what is child sexual abuse Child sexual abuse is any act of using a child for sexual gratification by a powerful person There are three important components here First is the child Child is anyone who is below the age of 18 years Second is the powerful person anyone who can exercise power over the child Now this power could be due to the age, sex, caste, religion, charisma or even education of this powerful person. Anything that makes this person more powerful as compared to the child. And the third and the final component is sexual gratification. The intention of achieving sexual satisfaction. When we combine the three we get the definition of child sexual abuse. This is the use of a child by a powerful person with the intention of getting sexual satisfaction. The second most commonly asked question is what are the different types of child sexual abuse? So to understand this question it is important to understand that there are two major types of child sexual abuse. First is called the contact abuse. In this case the child and the powerful person are in actual physical contact with each other. This could be oral sex, anal sex, touching child's private parts, asking the child to touch the powerful person's private parts, and there is actual physical contact between the child and the powerful person. And the second, which is very common now, is called the non-contact abuse. In this case, there is no physical contact between the child and the powerful person. Non-contact abuse could include exposing the child to sexual content, showing pornography, exposing child to other people indulging in sexual activity, sexting, which means sending sexual messages to the child, and this has become very prevalent with the increase in the internet penetration. So these are all types of non-contact abuse where there is no real physical contact between the child and the powerful person but the child is being exposed to a lot of sexual content without his permission. Now the third question that you need to understand is what are some common symptoms that tell that the child is being sexually abused? Now to answer this question I would first like to clarify that there is no white or black rule to tell if a child is being sexually abused however as adults we need to be vigilant and notice our children's behaviors some common symptoms that could indicate that the child is being sexually abused are total withdrawal child goes into his own shell does not want to come out of his room would avoid talking to people would not express and would remain very quiet then there could be an increase in aggression the child might throw tantrums start hitting get angry and feel this excess need to vent it out 
The third symptom could be overpleasing behavior. Children might go out of their way and never say no to adults around them because they have this constant fear that if they say no to them, this might happen again. They would say yes to almost everything and to every favor that an adult wants. The fourth symptom to notice is a drastic change in their pattern of achievements. For instance, a huge drop in grades because they have not been able to study or concentrate as they are going through a lot of emotional and psychological baggage. Sometimes the children might actually start to perform a lot better because they get very focused and start paying a lot more attention to their studies just because they want to stop thinking about the abuse. So the change in achievement could be either for the good or for the worse so as a parent it's important that we track not just a decrease in grades but also a sudden improvement in their grades the fifth symptom could be when they develop unnatural secrecy around their gadgets if they're always password protecting their devices and have very addictive patterns around their devices not leaving their devices alone even for a few minutes this is a huge indicator that something is wrong now all these five different symptoms that we've spoken about do not necessarily imply that the child is being sexually abused but as a parent we need to be vigilant about these behavioral changes because these might indicate some issue if not necessarily child sexual abuse having said that these are some of the very common symptoms that we observe in children who are being sexually abused we can also observe some psychosomatic symptoms in children like stomach ache urinary infection some psychological disorders like depression anxiety fear that nobody understands them excessive sleep excessive eating these are all indicators to child sexual abuse but understand that they are only indicators and they do not guarantee at any point that your child is being sexually abused the reason could be something else also but as parents the best that we can do is be vigilant about the changes in behavior that we see in our children some sure signs that they are being sexually abused are pregnancy sexually transmitted infection and if the child comes and owns up that he or she is being sexually abused these would be some definite signs that your child has been sexually abused so if you can keep a track of all these behavioral changes and also be open to what your child has to say then you will for sure know that whether or not your child is being sexually abused and this brings me to the fourth and the last question for this episode how to deal with the whole situation if a child owns up that he has been sexually abused this is so important and it is very important for us as parents to know what is the right thing to do if a child comes and owns up that a child has been sexually abused or if we get to find out that our child has been sexually abused what is the right thing for us to do So the first and the most important thing to do is to believe the child and to be empathetic towards the child. As a parent, the first step is to acknowledge that this is true and not to say that this cannot happen. I understand that it's very difficult to accept that something like this can happen to our children, but if it does happen, it's very very important for us to be open and to acknowledge the fact that it has happened. So the first important step is to acknowledge and accept that this is true and to listen to your child and not to react. The second step is to stop the abuse. This is to make a safety plan for the child so that the child and the powerful person are never alone together. 
this is very very important to understand who the powerful person is to understand who has been abusing your child and then to make sure that that person and your child are never alone because sadly more often than not this powerful person is somebody from the family that you cannot completely get rid of but at the most you can try and prevent your child and this powerful person being together alone in any place so that's the second most important step and the third most important step is to seek help as we are not professionals so talking to the right people will help both you and your child try to avoid more difficult situations by reaching out to the right people you should try and involve right people like counselors and not involve unnecessarily a lot of people keep the information as confidential as you can and share it only with the right people who can help you avoid sharing it with people who cannot contribute to the situation in any positive way counseling is important both for the parent and the child and it's so important that you identify the right support group and don't try to manage everything on your own so these are the three steps first is to identify and to acknowledge that this is true second is to create a safety space for your child so that your child and the powerful person are never together and the third step is to actually seek out professional help reach out to a counselor and to allow that counselor to help you and your child both overcome this difficult situation so these are the three most important action steps that you need to take if your child comes and owns up that he has been sexually abused or if you as a parent happen to find out that your child is being sexually abused so i have answered four commonly asked questions related to child sexual abuse Knowing these simple things can really help us in difficult situations. It is very important for us to be aware of what is the right thing to do when we are in a difficult situation and only education and only learning and upgrading ourselves every single day can guarantee that you are in a comfortable situation even when something challenging happens in your life. With that, I'll see you in the next episode where we'll talk about something more interesting, something related to parenting, mindfulness, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy that as well. I hope you found this useful, and if you found some value in my podcast, then share it on your social media channels so that someone else can get value from it. and can also help me reach out to more and more parents also if you have any questions for me then please follow me on instagram and you can ask me your questions there my instagram handle is riddhi_devra r i d d h i devra d e o r a h that's my instagram handle and thank you so much for staying till the end and i would really appreciate if you could come back for the next episode of the powerful parent podcast by riddhi devra